Hey listeners, this episode we talk about creation and design. However, there are brief mentions of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to What's Your Hustle? In this episode, I have a chat with the founder and designer behind the Black-owned clothing brand, Christ Citizen. Holly and I talk about her journey of overcoming obstacles, finding purpose, and creating a brand for all people. So let's get into it. Here's What's Your Hustle, Christ Citizen, with my guest, Holly. Hey listeners, it's Halima with What's Your Hustle, and I'm here today with Holly of Christ Citizen. How are you? I am amazing. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's a pleasure to meet you and connect. Yes, of course. I met you at the Bomb YEG market that they had in February at the Alberta Art Gallery to celebrate Black History Month, and it was just such a cool experience to meet, like, new people and new vendors and to have it in such a space that is welcoming inclusivity and just creators and artists and different vendors and it was really dope to meet you there. I agree. I agree. It was so good to connect and I had such an amazing and positive experience. I I honestly didn't know something so wonderful was in this city, the city that I live in. So, wow. Who is the creator and founder behind Christ Citizen? And how would you describe yourself? Shy. <laughs> but um, fun and outgoing, super creative. Um, yes, that's how I would describe myself. What is Christ Citizen? It is a clothing brand, um, and it's multifaceted expressions of all of my arts and my faith. And speaking of arts, has that always played like a very big part of your life ever since like you were a little kid and you're just like I need to be creative I need to do this and that is such an interesting question I think for myself I didn't realize it was such a huge part of my entire life I've been drawing and sketching and doing calligraphy and changing my penmanship my entire life I've been doodling and sketching I took art in high school but I just didn't think that it was something I talked about this a lot on the podcast where we're from this generation where our parents were very much like work provide and that's it and like dreaming was kind of like yeah that's nice you can do that part-time you can dream but you know get serious and I don't know if it was like that for you growing up I know for me it was just like it's only because they didn't understand it I think is the biggest very much so um I came from a single parent mother household and for me my mom loves me and she wants me to chase my dreams but she was showing me hard work she was showing me consistency she was showing me what can you do that will provide for you dreams are great but make sure you have stability mm-hmm. so for me art doesn't bring stability I grew up in a small town 
Mm. Things that were celebrated was um, degrees or be an educator or, you know, something that I don't want to say that Albertans are very um, agricultural or oil centered, but that's really where the money and the celebration is. So it's not your dreams aren't important. It's just where's the money and where's the success. So things like art weren't really pushed. And it's not because my mom said no, it just, she was modeling where her success was and where she could feed her children. And of course, my grandparents, they own land, they're agriculture, they have cows, they have wheat, they're not celebrating art either. They were immigrants at one point, and that was their bread and butter. So here I am, breaking the mold and saying, you can sort of have it all. Yeah, of course. And it's so beautiful what you said about, you know, your grandparents being immigrants and as children who were raised around immigrants it's just all they know is hard work and providing and you know to see you grow and become your own I think as artists that's truly a gift of expression and I think that you know that is part of their dream too is to move here and and be able to provide a sort of lifestyle where we can do pretty much what we want within the means, right? And it's a really beautiful thing. What is the inspiration behind this clothing line? Um, that is such a loaded question. My inspiration, I would say, is my life, my experiences, my creativity. I, I was actually chronically ill for nearly a decade, and it rearranged my entire perspective what I valued, where the trajectory of my life was going. I had uh, suicide migraines for 9.75 years. Mm. I was originally going to be a psychologist in school, and I put that on hold, and my friends, my income, my values, everything was on hold, and I spent a lot more time with God and a lot more time by myself. Mm -hmm. And at that particular point, some of the lowest points in my life it was just me and God and he started talking to me about what's really important and what I wanted my life to look like and how I was going to get there and I spent some time volunteering in fashion spent some time volunteering modeling and he got me painting again and writing again and finding what really brought me happiness and out of that happiness not only came faith but really what do I want my life to look like in 20, 30, 50 years and what do I want to leave for my children and for my community and when I was healed not only did the testimony of the hope of God want to be what's part of my life but also I wanted to keep creating so I took all of sort of what I love which is fashion which is sketching which is runway which is um, art and painting and works and I put it into a clothing brand which I thought could bring hope to so many people and I think there's a lot of people who I I started this brand in COVID and let's let's face it we all need hope in COVID yes, absolutely. <laughs> I really didn't know where I was going at the time I was like I'm just going to start my life from basically where I thought was nothing mm -hmm. and just try it because I had nothing else to lose so that was my inspiration really just my love for life because God had given me life back so I wanted to honor that and show people no matter what even in COVID um let's try for something we're all pivoting I know I've pivoted so let's 
Yeah, and it gives a whole new perspective and meaning to literally step out on faith and have faith in God or whatever you believe in the universe and and just, you know, have faith in yourself and have faith that there is a higher sort of purpose for you if you believe in yourself and, you know, having that trust of, for you, of God and and being there and, you know, everything happens. I believe everything happens for a reason. It's just you have to take the time, connect spiritually and just listen to that reason and have patience with it. I think the biggest thing, especially in any business, is having patience and especially in anything in life. Oh my God. To have patience with yourself, especially. And, and, you know, don't rush, don't rush anything. Cause like Drake said, it's literally God's plan. And I'm like, I believe that it's. <laughs> Drake is giving us wisdom here. Guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where does your passion for creation come from? I would say mostly organic. Some of it is life experience. Uh, one thing I noticed a lot about my creativity would be, I would say colors. I would say nature. I would say, I like walking outside and I like breaths of fresh air. And one thing I really truly notice is when I'm quiet or I'm seeking alone time where I'm regenerating myself and I'm pondering like self-reflection or why did somebody do this or why is the world the way it is you know we innately want to know why mm-hmm. we always want to kind of put life in some kind of understandable box that we maybe want control over or we want to understand so we can move forward and I really like to find that grounded in, in nature and its colors and how the world is and how it changes. So for me, the the creativity and the passion and the inspiration really comes from from nature. It seems like it never changes, but it's always changing. So my color palettes or the way that I see a t-shirt or I cut a pattern in my mind is really organically nature. Mm-hmm. And getting in touch with that, and it's something beautiful about you know, we come from such a grounded place of our ancestors and, you know, going back to your grandparents of farming and having that of being in touch again with agriculture and your roots and believing in that and setting that up as a foundation. I think it's really beautiful to play off of that, especially when it's in you and it's like an essence of you, I think is what's so beautiful about like the vibrant colors that your pieces have and especially the messages too that you selectively put on to your hoodies or your hats and and your t-shirts it's just it's it's really beautiful and I and I love that you are in touch with that side of yourself and you want to project that onto the world speaking of some of your products what are your products of crisis and currently I have t-shirts I have hoodies I've hats I sold out of beanies because people just love them. <laughs> They've got cute little fur on the top. Oh my goodness, people love the little fur on the top. Except for men, of course, they, they don't love the fur, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I did have some shoes. I sold out of those. And I had bags. I do have a runway show coming up in May, so I'll be bringing back some shoes and some bags. But currently, we just have hats and we have the hoodies. Um, we 
did have leggings. We're bringing those back because people love the leggings as well. But we're a little bit light because we're doing a big runway show in um, the spring, and I'm super excited. Amazing. What is your process like when you're putting together these pieces, especially, you know, what fits where, what you're going to sell, what you're going to bring to tables as a vendor? So for Bombier, I looked at what the market was going to be like and who I think would be shopping. So I went with something very organic, perhaps shoppable for everyone. So the message was blessed and the message was glory. And obviously the weather was cold. So we went with beanies, we went with hoodies, we went with t-shirts. In the runway show, because it's a higher fashion, we're going with something that's more premium and very shoppable. So we're going to go with, we're going to introduce back the bags. We're going to introduce back the shoes. I'm going to introduce the top to bottom matching suits. And I have um, the prophetic, because it's faith-based, I have prophetic words that are going to come back onto the prints. So the first show that I did, I had a top to bottom with matching socks and bag, and it was very prophetic for that particular season. And we're bringing that back into the May drop, um, which spend, I spend a lot of time alone with God thinking, okay, God, what do you want me to say as a message to the community that I'm building? Also, in the fashion world, what's fashionable and what would you wear head to toe? But when I want to sell that as well, can that piece be broken down into one top or one bottom that's shoppable in a very kind of consumerism way? So the process is one big picture that can be broken down into something that's sellable because not only is it a piece of art, but it has to be something that business-wise makes sense that can be shopped on Instagram and online and in-store. So it's a huge process with a lot of moving parts. Who are some of your inspirations in fashion? Ooh, that is a good question. I like different people for different reasons. Um, I find that the fashion world in the last year has really changed. I will particularly like Ellie Saab because her their dresses are so beautiful. When I watch their runway on YouTube, I think, it's so beautiful. Would I wear it? No. Could I afford it? One day. Um, so I do love the way that they put their, it's like they're gliding on, I don't know, in heaven. It's just so beautiful. But I wouldn't wear it. And then in terms of something that's shoppable, not to sound snobby, but I just like my own brand. <laughs> like H&M or Aritzia, like I like their cuts, but maybe I don't like their prices. Maybe I don't like the way they've shifted their vendors. Over the course of COVID, I find that a lot of the brands I used to shop, maybe Dynamite, have changed their vendors, so their quality and their cuts aren't what I used to love. So I found the transition in COVID for a lot of the big brands that I used to follow or wear, I no longer wear because everybody's changing prices, vendors, cuts, they want the new greatest, how are they going to pivot, and I just, other than my own brand, I haven't found a new brand that I personally am, am wearing in the price point that I wear on an everyday basis, except for my own brand, and that's just because we're all changing, but in the higher ends, um, who do I like, who do I follow, I'd say Ellie Saab and um, Bailmain, I really like Bailmain, everything they put out is just wow. <laughs> And it's good. I love your point of, you know, they they change whoever they change. But I think for 
you know, for us, grown up in a generation, like, children of the 90s to now, we like a style that changes with how we grow and change. And if if a company doesn't doesn't cater to that, it's really hard to find pieces that you fall in love with. Because as people, we change in our styles and we change in how we want to represent ourselves. And, you know, you wearing your own brand is a representation of you and it's true to who you are. So it's it's beautiful that you were like, no, nah, I, I worked hard for this. I'm going to wear it. And you had your launch in 2021. What was the experience like for you launching during the uncertainty of COVID, of a pandemic? I know it, it must be, like, it must be very nerve-wracking. It was terrifying. I felt for myself, what are you doing? This makes no sense. I looked at my bank account, I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> and for the people around me, other than really my family, they looked at me like, what are you doing? So you don't have a nine-to-five job? <laughs> and your voice points don't make any sense? And have you ever had any of this experience before? And I was like, I'm going for it. Yeah. So I've met with a lot of, not negativity, but doubts. And for me, I thought, okay, well, I've managed stores before. I've been in the school of hustle since I was born, I know how to hustle in university. I know how to hustle in life. I overcame migraines when nobody was with me. I know what I'm doing. But when you have only your mom rooting for you, in those moments, you feel like... And then with COVID, nothing made sense. And everything changed. And I think every single day, the doubt and the craziness that was in my head was like, you should stop. And then I thought, no, the learning curve is impossible, but one day it's going to click. And there will be other people you can discuss this with later. Just keep going. Just keep going. And I did. And, you know, a year later, everybody's saying pretty much the same thing. Like, how did you make it? Did you find this problem? And I'm like, I did. And we're all, you know, standing here with strange kind of testimonies of how our business survived and some of them didn't but they still have dreams and for those that shut their business down and still have dreams i really do hope and pray and encourage that they pick up their dreams again because there are still room for people to grow and pick up their dreams again so i'm happy that i i kept going even though it made no sense because people like the brand and now that you know the mask bylaw is lifted and you have online sales and there are people who are making it and making new waves i think it's really an exciting time to try something that's new and people are super forgiving when you make mistakes because nobody knows what they're doing out here <laughs> that's very true nobody nobody does really know what you're doing and they're doing it's one of those things where it's like i'm gonna just I'm going to do it and I'm going to try. And I think, you know, that's the that's the best thing about being human. I think it's trial and error and just do it. Just do it. Have faith in yourself. And, you know, of course, there's doubt. We've even put doubt in our own minds about about things. And, you know, it's one of those things of like, I have to try because I have to try for me and to know that at least I tried. You spoke earlier about, you know, you were dealing with your own migraines and your your own sort of bubble about mental health. I mean, with the stress of like endless hours, 
And running a company such as this one, how do you take care of your mental health and stay centered in making sure that you have time for yourself? Ooh, isn't that the number one question? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the answer is somewhere between automations, vision, and balance. Do I have the exact formula? No, I do not. I burn out. Um, on a regular basis, I'm going to have to take a step back. And whenever I come back, I'm stronger and smarter. So last week, for instance, I was on my post game. I had my automations. It was great. And it was too much. Then I burnt out and I thought, okay, we have to check the balance again. So I really feel like when you write down all your goals and you have your vision for what you want to accomplish for every area of your business, it's super important to decide maybe your top three. What's important? Are you growing your business? Are you building the vision? Or are you making it profitable? Are you emailing? What are you really focused on? And what can sort of take a back seat or who can help you or where can you outsource? So automations are great. They do take some time to figure out. And when can you scale and when is not a good time to scale? And when you burn out, Definitely stop immediately because if you go past burnout, it doesn't help anybody at all. You can't move yourself forward. And if you are the brand, the brand stops. The conversation stops. Everything stops. And nobody can pick you up but you. So it's really important to alleviate that. Take out the time you need. If you need rest, if you need funny movies, like you need a self-care package and an emergency kit. If you need hugs, get those hugs. <laughs> said like taking care of yourself first should be your priority because if you're not you know if you can't show up for yourself you you can't show up for anyone else you can't show up for this business that you're trying to build and this you know this change that you're trying to have an impact in and it's really just important if anything just to take care of yourself and recognize when you need that like you said recognize that burnout and and it's okay. It's I'm telling you now, it's okay to be burnt out. We're all human. We all work so hard. Just have compassion for ourselves and, you know, and be grateful that we have people in our corner and things in our corner that can help us get us through. And I think that that's so beautiful. 
What is your favorite thing about this clothing brand? Just one, hey. Multiple. It can be as many favorite things as you want. <laughs> I'm going to say this t-shirt because I had it in my hand today. And I've, I have three different styles of t-shirts. And I've, if I had each one in my hand, I thought I am most proud of my premium t-shirt. Because a t-shirt is not just a t-shirt. Everybody thinks, ooh, a t-shirt is a t-shirt. But I have since childhood been a very selective shopper. When I was a store manager for a number of years, I worked my way up from, you know, panties to women's clothing to premium BCBG to loving runway to walking the runway for several shows here in the city. So I understand quality. I understand cuts. I understand fabrics. Now, the premium t-shirt that I carry is a beautiful cut and it's long and it's very thick. It's durable. So you think well, it's just a t-shirt, but it's not. It's so much more and I'm so proud of it because everybody has a t-shirt. But what about your favorite t-shirt? And something so simple can become like your favorite. You know, it washes where it, it washes well, it dries well, it's got the perfect statement on it. You know, when you're, you're a woman, you have your favorite pair of jeans that make your butt look amazing yeah. and your thighs look amazing. And you can't just replace it. And you wear it past its prime and it's falling apart. Like, to me, I found the t-shirt that's your favorite jeans. And I'm most proud of that because um, as a woman, you know exactly what you find your your favorite foundation. That's what the t-shirt is. So that's my, that's my pride and joy right now. Would you say that that is your must-have piece of clothing in any wardrobe that you own? Is that specific t-shirt? Or do you have something else that is your must-have in any wardrobe? Besides lotion, because I have very dry skin, yes. Because <laughs> you can do anything. Dress it up, dress it down, sleep in it, uh, go to an island and, you know, use it as a flag, use it as a head wrap, like any kind of emergency. You can use it as a dress. My t-shirt is long enough you can wear it with leggings Amazing. What are your top five songs? So my top five songs, I would have to say, besides almost anything Kanye, would be these five songs because they help me stay grounded and centered. They're part of my self-care and they help me to birth creativity, which is important to my brand. The number one song I would say is Show Me Your Glory by Brandon Lake. Now, every summer the Lord brings to me a summer song. And this is last year's summer song because I spent a lot of the summer ministering and praying for my brother. And every time the Lord would show up with some show-off glory moment, he would play the song for me. And the second one is Yeshua, also by Brandon Lake, because it just makes me cry. It makes me cry. The third one is Too Good Not To Be True, which is a feature again of Brandon Lake. And he has this cameo where he talks about the miracles of God and how he, he saw somebody healed of cancer. And um, there's a part where he talks about somebody being healed to the point where the iron rods are taken out of his body. And that one really speaks to me as well because I keep praying for miracles, signs, and wonders. The next one is Holy Spirit by Signal Church. My boyfriend and I are always singing this one together. 
He is such a songbird. I absolutely love it. And the last one is not so much a song you're going to find on a radio, but I'm part of this prayer on YouTube, and it's an anthem to the actual channel, and it's called NSPB. And it's called New Season of Prophetic Prayers. And it's like a 15-minute anthem where the song, in the song they have a prayer where the testimony of a man and woman are praying for somebody who died. And they go on to talk about how they were raised back to life. And every time I hear the anthem, which is about five times a week, my faith just grows because there's so many things in my life that I see or that people around me need healing or they need finances or they just need something from God and I get so excited because I'm like if I can raise this person from the dead then he can raise this person from the dead or he can heal my dad of cancer or remember when he healed you of migraine so I just get so encouraged and I think you can keep going and build your brand or you can keep going and it doesn't matter if you don't have money for this particular area God will help you so it's sort of like my hustle anthem There's songs that speak to you and and help you and help you get through any time because I think that that's what music is. Never mind what you listen to. I think it's a universal language that just helps you survive and persevere. And it's something beautiful about that. What impact do you hope to make with Christ Citizen? I definitely want to touch people's lives. Every time they put on a t-shirt, I want them to see the message. So when I built my table, I was strategic at Bong Yang. I chose blessed for a reason. Not because I want everybody to have Christ jammed down their throat, but I know that people want to be blessed. Whether you know Christ or not, they want to be blessed. Everybody should be blessed. In a time where people are, are scared or fearful, they should be receiving blessings. It's it's an invitation for love. It's the invitation for hope. So when you put on that t-shirt or you're walking down the street and you're having a bad day, wouldn't you rather see blessed or something positive than something negative? Like, oh, just give me a coffee, I'm grumpy. How about smile, have a good day? So really, I would love it if these t-shirts minister or give hope to everyone really i feel like everybody could use it the same way my testimony can bless someone else i think a t-shirt that says bless or love or faith could encourage somebody what if somebody is suicidal and that message is the thing that stops them from swallowing pills so whether that's you know in a marketplace or the next continent or on a flight that's really the impact that i'm going for whoever wants to hear an encouraging message or needs it that's really the impact that i'm going for that's beautiful i think it's a reminder of like i'm a big beyonce fan so like there's this line in bigger and i and i feel like i've talked about it before where uh step into your essence and recognize your excellence because and something along those lines because you were made for something that is bigger than what they told you you would be. And I think that, you know, it's a message of, like you said, it's it's the impact that you make is a reminder that you are more than just what the box is and it needs to be celebrated. And I think that that's really nice. 
I think it's beautiful. Um, What's next for Christ Citizen? Um, the sky's the limit. Let me just let me just get to that sky. <laughs> you know, I'm so into open doors right now. Um, I can at times be super shy and close my own doors, so I am trying to say yes. The first time I've ever been on a podcast, I listened to my first podcast like two weeks ago. <laughs> Um, so I'm all for let's try new things, let's see where this is going. I did um, a runway last year, I'm going to do a runway again, so I think maybe I should try a runway like in a different city. I'm definitely open for new things. I want to find my tribe, I want to obviously share my message with as many people as possible, and I really feel like this is my time and my season. I miss 10 years of my life. I may not get that back, but can I get as many experiences as as possible in as short of time as possible? <laughs> Where can the listeners find you and find information about Christ Citizen and order things and just, you know, help build a business that is Black-owned, is for people? Where can they find you? So I have a small select amount of my limited edition product in S store locally and that is in St. Albert. It is at 39 Thomas Street and they can find me on Instagram. The address is also on Instagram at Shop Price Citizen. I also have an online presence at PriceCitizen.ca. So you can shop online or in the store. Now the online you can shop way more the catalog is larger. And then you know there's pop-up stores you can follow me on Instagram to get all of those addresses. Perfect. I will put the details of where you can find Holly at Christ Citizen in the description of this episode. Holly, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It was very special to have you on and thank you for shining your light. Don't ever stop shining your light and having faith in yourself and keeping your faith. It is for you. I know it is something super important and it gives you hope and I don't want you to lose that, and it's very special. Thank you. It's been an honor being here. Thank you for allowing me to share my voice. And honestly, I can't wait to follow and hear more good things that you have made you blow up and give this platform, honestly, voices to thousands, if not millions. Thank you so much. We glow together, and women build up women, and let's not forget that. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening to What's Your Hustle, created, produced, and hosted by yours truly, Halima Hussein. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Your Hustle Podcast. Subscribe, listen, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts. And until next time, whatever your hustle is, you got this.